Hi everybody, this is Jason from Cornerstone Dog Training and CornerstonePuppy.com and uh, I was late on a Friday night and I just realized I didn't do a podcast so I thought I'd hurry and hop on and um, discuss one principle about how uh, little, little, some little changes you can make that will make a big difference in your training. So let's get to it. So I'm actually sitting in my closet trying to make sure to hopefully it'll be quiet enough um, so that we can get a good recording here and um, discuss this principle. So I, I love these things. I love little teeny things that you can like little tweaks, little changes you can make that end up going a long way. And just like anything else in life, dog training has those little things. And it's the difference, you know, like if you've ever been um, you've been working on training, working on training and things, you know, just aren't quite working the way you want. And then you go to a trainer and they take the leash and they're like, Oh, watch this. And <laughs> seriously, you've taken three days to teach your dog to sit or something. And they do the, you know, they're just like, Funk, right. In fact, I had someone come the other day and, uh, they said, we, we've taken this puppy. Um, uh, it's been at the six week boot camp and things like that. <laughs> And, you know, puppies do take longer, but it is kind of funny to me because they came and they're ready for the next level of training and I'm, I'm happy they're here. But they said, yeah, they, they got this puppy to do a sit for uh, 30 seconds. That's the record. I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. And with just a little leash technique, um, I had them start timing it. In fact, I didn't, I didn't have them start timing it. I just started doing it myself. And then they went to do something and I was like, wait, wait, wait. I'm beating the record right now because I knew with a little leash technique, it was going to change things and a little communication with a puppy. And I was being kind of silly, I guess, but little things will make a big, big difference in how successful you are and, uh, in life as well as in dog training. So let's, let's talk about some of those. Okay. Just real quick. Um, here's five that just come to mind real quick. Um, the first one that I would say a little small thing that will make a big difference is how you deliver a reward or how you deliver food, um, as a reward. So when I'm training a puppy, I want to start teach them that pressure isn't necessarily a bad thing. We see a lot of dogs older that are older and later on in life that, um, when, you know, someone puts their hand toward them, they see that as a threat. They say, ooh, you're pressuring me. I don't like it. This is what I do to fix that. I growl and I bite or whatever, right? Or they're scared of life and they're like, I will run away because you're you're just moving too close to me. So we want a puppy to learn that, you know what? If I hold out and I say, you know, so a puppy, your hand might become toward them and they're like, oh, scary, scary. But then they're like, ooh, food. And so as I give a puppy food, as you give a puppy food, one small thing you can do is you usually you're giving it to him kind of with a flat hand or right in your fingers and you give it that food to him and just kind of push it a few inches toward their face. Um, now, if they're super nervous, you might have to kind of work up to that, but work up to it because then you're teaching them not to be nervous about this pressure. If they're super rambunctious, then you wait for the moment where they're kind of holding still and you push it kind of right into their face. They're like, whoa, okay, yeah, I was being too forward and I need to, I need, but I, but still that pressure comes with a reward like almost instantaneously and it makes a difference. Little teeny thing, big difference. How you give them food, okay? Put a little, you know, a few more inches toward their face so as they start to take it, just push, you know, three, four inches further as they're trying to get the food. And they feel that pressure, but it comes right with a reward. Great little technique. Here's another one. Second one. 
Um, when you're training a puppy, keep your feet moving, especially when you're trying to learn to heal. But almost always, you, you, you'll you see trainers, if you watch good trainers, they're almost always moving their feet. And you might be, you know, with on a leash or not on a leash, but the way you move your feet is a big part of that. It has to do with your um, proximal pressure. So you're doing pressure release with your feet and your body, even with where you are in space. But um, it just keeps the puppy focused because they have to kind of say, oh, you're moving, you're moving. And puppies have a short attention span because they don't have impulse control. And that's what we want. So we're working on that and building up to it. So I see problems when people start to try and teach their dog to, to heal, to walk with them. And they stop and their dog's looking at them like, well, you're not doing anything. And the person's standing there saying, come on, come on. And you're like, well, you got to move. So move your feet. Keep your feet moving, keep them going, and you'll do really well. Uh, third one, when you so when you celebrate potty success, one of the biggest mistakes people make is they get so excited right when their dog starts to go to the bathroom outside. And it is a happy, exciting experience. Your dog starts to pee. You're like, yes, maybe they won't pee in the house anymore. You're so excited. And you're just like, oh, this is so good. But you've, you've got to resist. You... You need to celebrate potty success after, after they finish. That's the key, okay? So you need to wait until that last little drop comes from their body and the la- or other thing comes from their body and then you get excited and you start doing your potty dance. So we want to keep adrenaline low so that they can finish and they don't, you know, cut things off too fast and still hold some in them. We want them to empty out. And then, then we celebrate and you do your potty dance, whatever it is, but wait till they're finished all the way. Okay. That's the third one. Fourth one, fourth, small and simple thing that will make a big difference in your training and your puppy's behavior is when you mark behavior, whether you're using a clicker or the word yes, which is often what I do. Um, when I'm marking a behavior that I want to reinforce and then reward as humans, we love we love to put our words and our actions together. In fact, <laughs> I am actually sitting in my closet talking, and I'm moving my hands because it helps me talk. Like I, <laughs> I am like acting this out. So you can picture that all you want, but it's it's just normal and natural for most of us to do right that we're gonna say we're gonna talk and we're gonna move with it. When we're training a puppy, we want to separate those things as much as possible. So one small thing you can do is mark the behavior and then reward. Okay, mark the behavior and then reward. I'll give you an example. So if I am, excuse me, if I'm waiting for a puppy to do something like eye contact and I'm just standing there and I'm just wanting them to to do it and then we're going to reinforce it. I'm not really like training them to do it as much. Don't, whenever you do eye contact, I I see on YouTube and stuff, put the food up by your forehead so they look at you and then mark that. They're not looking at you. Okay. That's silly. They're just looking at the food. You move your hand down to the side, they'll look over there too. So you wait for their eyes to come to yours. You get that eye contact and you say the word yes. And then you move your arm and go in. So you hold as still as you possibly can just looking, you know, looking in their eyes and as they, they make eye contact with you, say yes, and then move in. So that's such a small thing and it seems almost inconsequential, but it matters and it makes a difference to how quickly they get 
what they're doing. Because most people will start saying yes. And as they start saying yes, their arm is moving toward the puppy's mouth. And the puppy forgets what's going on because they look at body language more than they do words. So say the word and then reward. That's the fourth one. And the fifth one is a little more complex, but just teaching a puppy to hold still. Now, some of you might have just laughed when you said that. You're like, that's not even possible. So the the game you play to get a puppy to hold still is you start to bring food toward them. And as they come up toward it, you pull it away quickly. All right. And then the puppy steps back and they have to try and figure this out. And as you get closer and they, if even they lift their nose up a little bit, I pull that food away. And the goal is to hold still. So I can get a few inches from the, your, the puppy's face and then put the food in. And of course, when I put the food in, I'm going to deliver it with a little bit of pressure. I'm going to push a couple inches towards the dog's nose as they're taking the food. So that's a game to play, to teach a dog to hold still and to focus. Um, not, I'm not talking about focus on me or anything. I'm just talking about to be calm and to to hold still. And if I hold still, rewards will come. That's a beautiful thing to teach your dog. And it leads to a lot of great things later on. So those five things, I would say, I mean, that's kind of a lot, but small and simple things that make huge, huge differences as you train. Number one is how you deliver that food. Number two, um, keep your feet moving. Number three, celebrate body success after they're finished. Mark behavior, then reward. And then teach to hold still, to focus so that you can have big things in their lives happening. Now, I love it when, and I try to do this, I love it when there's things like this that probably also work for us. So as I've had had someone in my life say, you know what, a push-up doesn't take you very long. A push-up will take you like, you know, a second. And how long would 50 take? Well, at first 50 would take me like 10 minutes. Now it's like two minutes, right? And what's amazing to me is it probably takes two minutes of your day to change these things. And so these little puppy changing things, these little small and simple things that change in a big way aren't going to take that much time. But if you incorporate them into your life, the rewards are huge. Um, And same with us. So look for those small and simple things that give you a big outcome in the end if if they're done consistently. And those are the things that really make a big difference in our lives as well. Find them in your life, use them for your puppy, and have a huge, awesome, successful puppy training experience just remember small hinges swing big doors that's what we want here go and train happy training bye guys